Welcome to another episode of Talk Nerdy to Me. I'm Jay, and with me today I have my Star Wars correspondent, Mr. Dan Bibby. Hello, Dan. Good evening. Good evening, even though it's half four. That's evening. Is it? Yeah. Somewhere. It felt about like a red winey thing to say as well. Well, yeah, especially if you're having... <laughs> You've got red wine, I've got a glass of uh, German beer. We're being quite European, as we are about to delve into the book of Boba Fett. As uh, the <laughs> UK, I'm fine. It's just that was apparently how the show wants to be remembered, so I'm just doing it. You always go out on a high. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about it in full spoiler detail. So if you've not watched the show, obviously go and watch it because we're going to talk about it and all the little plot points and more. Uh, don't forget to visit www.talknerdy.uk and don't forget to visit us at talknerdyuk. Uh, sorry, no. Go and email us at talknerdyuk at gmail.com. You visit talknerdyuk. <laughs> Don't type that UK. into the URL. Yeah. Nothing will happen. <laughs> Nothing will happen. <laughs> um, that's a promise. So, right, this is where I'll slap in some music, and then away we go. <laughs> I'm gonna put in. I, I mean, there's so much, so much can be done with this. But um, yeah, so Dan Bibby, the book of Bobby, Fe- Bobby, Fett. Bobby Fett, as Bobby, known to his friends. Yeah, the book of Bobby Fett. Uh, what's your initial Fett? Uh, my, my initial Fett. Uh, up until the episode that obviously everyone will talk about. Yeah, I really didn't like it. Right. There was. I could tell what they were. You know what? I couldn't tell what they were trying to do. I was trying to make excuses. It was just kind of like the odd reference to keep people like watching. Like, this is it, a Star Wars. Yeah, here's a star and here's a war. Um, it had like, you know, you go to the cantina, but not the cantina. Mm. And then like they really doubled down on uh, Max. What's his name? The blue elephant guy. Oh, oh yeah. And he was in it like three or four times. And like, see, he's still Max here. Max Debo? Yeah, Debo. Some... Max Debo, Debo. I think it is. Um, um, but what I mean as like as as a whole, just in your thoughts, I'll give a rating as a whole. What was your vibe from it as a whole? It, that's a, <laughs> such a hard question. I know, right? It's, this it's is like what, I've been dying to talk about this. It's not show one you. show. We because we were we went up with messaging each other after every episode yeah. to talk about it. And I normally when we do these things, we try not to spoil things. But we have been talking about it as it's been going on. And yeah, I'm the same. Like, how do we even tackle this? Do we tackle it as? Is it a Star Wars show? We tackle it as that. Do we tackle it as okay? This was meant to be a Boba Fett show. Is this meant to be the average? Is going to be the average score that you give it? It's, it's got to be an average score. It's going to be affected by so many factors. Yeah, it's just like well, I mean, we might as well just go into it because like we're so unsure, which is what I like about this. We'll try and get to the end, but I mean, I was I was okay at first. I was a little. You liked it. I liked it, but I was just a bit annoyed. I, I, Tuscan Raiders. I've always been a fan for. <laughs> I mind that you can't see people. Um, it was I, very offensive. I've always liked Tuscan Raiders. I thought I thought there was never enough of them in the original trilogy. What it, do you like so much about them? Because I was really baffled by this when you told so me. So as a kid, they were like the they're the first scary thing. 
like Darth Vader comes on and he's like, I remember I, I, when I used to watch it as a kid, I got used to Vader. He had a voice, so yeah. he's somewhat human. It's like the first monster that appears and it comes out of nowhere and you kind of want to, you know, oh, you've got to look after the same people. And then he just appears and make a horrific noise. They look like nothing they've ever seen before. But if that's what appealed to you, that's completely undone. In the show, no, no, no. at least you know no, you, no, no. you assume all the Tuscans are like that, like the scary. But one. then the prequels gave us a bit more Tuscan and basically made out that they were all date rapists, <laughs> which was which was what it was. That could have been the same tribe, as exactly. Like right now, but then what I liked about this is it just went into Tuscan law and went how because it is there's a mystery, but it can go one of two ways. Like you said, it could go a bad way. Like you reveal too much, you lose the air of mystery, but they didn't. I thought it was really well handled. Mm. Didn't give away too much. I like to see that it was proper tra- tribal and I enjoyed that, but it just almost seemed like I was enjoying the book of Tuscans <laughs> than the book of Boba Fett. The Boba, Boba Fett, Fett in no, the background. Like that. Yeah. No, no point in this was Boba important to me or did I care about him or was I bothered about him? Yeah. Which were we to begin with? I mean, were you? Were you like going? I cannot wait for. Well, no, not Boba really. Fett. I had never really seen the appeal of him as a character. Like everyone, like holds him in such high regard. Do you know I... why? Do you know? That? I know it's because like the the action figure came out ahead of the movie. Yeah, or something it was like the old, that. it was all the action figure. And I've got a friend who was big into the legend stuff, like before it was legends, when it was canon. Who would read all the books, and he said he's really disappointed because Boba Fett is a badass in the books, and he's built up really well. Right. Um, so when he was watching the show, obviously he was like, "Oh, he's walking around taking tax off people in the was it Mos Espa that yeah, 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 Mos Espa, and he's being like, "Don't you worry about Jabba, I'll worry about Jabba. Don't you worry about Blank. Don't you worry about yeah, Blank. yeah." And it's just like, "Well, what are you going to do about it?" And he's like, "Absolutely nothing." Yeah, he just walks gonna, around. Going to play the long game. Yeah, it's. That's what I didn't understand with this. The, when it went to the whatever, he was, the modern story was boring because it was yeah. literally politics. He's walking from building to building, going, "Hello, Boba here," and "Oh, lovely, you got some money for me. I'm going now." And then it would be other characters coming in, like the the huts coming in. I was like, "Oh, the yeah, huts," yeah. and then you got Black Chrysanthemum, which was like, "Oh." And then it would just go to and um, every episode was and um, back in the in the Michael Jackson bathtub, <laughs> yeah, or oh, back in Jabba's palace, which should have been an amazing kind of set cameo, I suppose is what you'd call it. But they're back in the palace, but they weren't doing anything in the palace other than no. sitting around a long table going, "How do we stop?" The Pikes. <laughs> and they didn't really have a plan how to stop the Pikes. No, it was just like until the, the Mandalorian. His plan was if the Pikes come to you. Don't do nothing. Yeah. And then they were like... Stay neutral. And they were like, okay, we'll agree that we won't do anything. And then what do they do? Something. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't stay neutral. So that all seemed pointless. I feel like Filoni and Favreau had the idea for the two episodes, the main two, and built something around that, how they can tie in somehow. Yeah, it, it seemed was... like a bit of a confused concept, didn't it? I think this was mainly... Uh, John Favreau, I think he he wrote all the episodes, of... which is mad because he's had such a good record right now, and it's like what happened here. Writing not so much though, really. Yeah, because I I knew this was more his project than anything, and then after the first episode, I was like, that was slow as balls. Didn't he write both seasons of Mandalorian? No, he wrote some, and the, the only one, the one that sticks out to me is the fucking Ice Spider one, which was my least favorite episode of the Mandalorian. Oh, Ice Spider by far. Uh, and I was like, oh, that makes sense then. Maybe it's just his writing style doesn't like 
gel with me. Mm. I don't know. Uh, but the second one was like a bit better. It was like written by Jan Favreau, and I was like, okay, okay. And then the Mandalorian episode was written by Jan Favreau. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, so maybe it's just the Boba Fett character that is hard to write for because. He Donald Faison sums it up really well on the, on the um, Fake Doctors podcast. He says, um, "What fans expect to see Boba Fett doing, the Mandalorian's already done." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have to find a new angle for him, and that seems to be strolling around saying, "Stay neutral," yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like hanging out with sand people, and yeah. like no adrenaline at all in any of his scenes. I mean, this is the thing. I did think that some people are completely undermining. There were scenes, but I think they were overshadowed by the la- the lack of scenes. So the bit where he went in the bar and kicked everyone's asses, the bit where he did the train uh, heist, I liked all that. The bit where he fought the there's like the sand dragon that comes out and attacks the boy, and he he jumps on his back and chokes it like he like how fucking Leia choked Jabba. Yeah, that there's, was a cool bit. There was bits in it, but they were so minute compared to everything that came to that. It just wasn't enough. So you remember the. The, the shite more mm, and maybe it was all in the wrong order that those first episodes were I saw some guy make a YouTube video about it and he said like there's rules to writing and he went flashbacks have to absolutely critically have to relate to what the person is doing then now it either has to be perfectly in line like this reminds me of this exact moment I had years ago or this moment is in complete paradox to where I was yeah the years ago, and that's the reference point. And without that reference point, a person watching it gets confused, and it's just two different stories, mm. and it might as well be different scenes. But then your brain gets more confused because it's the same character. Well, let's try and draw that line then. Well, so can you remember the fucking? Well, you've got so the you've bit. Got, I mean, you've got him in the desert with the Tuscans. Which no, you... no, no. So the first, the first bit is. He's... Well, he's climbing out of the Sarlacc pit. Yeah, but that isn't that's a flashback. Yeah, but then we're supposed to believe that he is immediately saved by uh, the Tuscans, Tuscans or yeah. brought in or kept prison or whatever. But he's like beefed up tenfold. <laughs> no, someone pointed this out. They went, "Why did why did <laughs> why did Boba climb out of the Sarlacc pit?" Fat, yeah, <laughs> and I, I don't think I think what they did was so they had a body double crawl out the pit and be thin, yeah. and then they just put over the actor a mumu, so it just to mask it a bit. to mask it a bit. But you could tell he was bigger. Let's yeah, be honest, yeah. you could. Um, it was a um, bit. But okay, so that bit there, that flashback, he has that flashback when I think he's just sleeping in the tank at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, I think he is. Yeah, so it was like. But I don't mean chronologically, I mean thematically. Why? Let's try and work out why Why they were doing that. Well, you've got him living in the desert. Maybe maybe that's his lowest ebb. Mm-hmm. And then it would maybe make sense if he was in Mos Espa, successfully running the city. But instead, he's just being palmed off by everyone. People saying, no, you won't get a tribute from me. And everyone's and then the, the huts are coming back trying to take it off him. So there the could be the two ends of the spectrum there, but instead he's just struggling in the desert or, and then struggling to run a city. So or like, you'd, you'd have um, him, have him going about his business. The huts come in with black chrysanthemum, and someone says like, "Aren't you meant to be dead? How did you survive?" And then it just goes to like his head, uh, you know, his helmet shot, and then we go back to see him crawling out and like. Tuscan's finding him. And then it goes back and goes, never you mind. Yeah. And then... That would have been better. And then later on, come back to that. If if you do a flashback, I personally wouldn't have flashbacked. I would have just had it start at 
that scene at the, the, the fall of Jabba and just have it start from there. Because you'd be like, what are we doing? Oh, oh my God, we're, getting, we're, go- we're going to find... Because I did, I reacted when I saw it. I was like, oh, good, we're going to see this now. Yeah. I wouldn't care if... if <sighs> I wouldn't care if there was no tension there. Because it's like, right, I've seen him sit on Jabba's throne. So whatever, whatever I'm watching now is leading up to that bit as mm-hmm. well with the ma- Mando and everything. So, okay, there's no tension. Like, there's no tension in Black Widow. But I'd still enjoy it because I'd be curious to know what happened yeah. but it became just confusing and then i just like i'd love someone to cut the episodes that the flashbacks out see what actually happens in them episodes because i Nothing. feel that he just gets yeah. up goes to meet someone introduces himself goes out comes back again the next day uh, gets attacked he gets attacked people pointed this out so he got attacked in the first one and then people the shields and his first instant reaction is do you not remember? So Fennec Shah oh, no, chases yeah, yeah. one. The Gamorrean guards are yeah, The Gamorrean guards, him, yeah. yeah. So his first reaction when he's got these shields all around him as the age-old wise combat veteran he is, is, Fire rockets at shield! <laughs> <laughs> and he'd be like, no, no. How about you use your ability to fly? Yeah, go up, up where there's and, no shield. Yeah, yeah, grab Fennec and go up. It was There's some really odd choices where they almost made out like... if. If you had to, if I had to rewrite this, you know how people go, I'd make the prequels Jar Jar Sith. In this, I make it, oh, Boba's lost it. Boba's lost it, and Fennec is actually running the show behind this, using him as a mask, mm. that, and his prior, like, what's the, what's the word for it? His, uh, what comes with it? His gravitas? His gravitas, his, his, yeah. his, his, his reputation. reputation. Yeah. Using, use, Fennec Shah yeah. is using crazy old Boba's reputation. But then he's already been established in The Mandalorian to be a badass hand-to-hand Well, he had, some, he had some good hand-to-hand in here, but that it might be, could just be like one of them, like, you know, like some crazy old man who was in the war and can't put his pants on anymore. But if you put him, <laughs> if you put him in the right situation, <laughs> just point him and, and just hope he hits someone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy Boba. Um, so yeah, I think those first few episodes were dull. Dull. The only things that came through were, I mean, we talked about it a bit, so the huts were quite interesting. Yeah, black chrysanthemum. Yeah, even though they only talk called the weird, chrysanthemum. the weird uh, Danny Trejo cameo. Oh God, which, yeah, Danny Trejo's in now in Star Wars, which apparently ties into a character or was a reference, a very strong reference to a character he's played before called the Machete, but not in Star Wars. Is no, it? yeah, he, that is one of his most famous roles, the Machete. But I've never, I've never personally seen it. I've not either, but I heard someone mention it, and like it's like. I don't think they can make him the machete in Star Wars for legal reasons, but like for all intents and purposes, he was the machete. He was the machete, yeah. <laughs> and the introduction of the of the rancor, which became King Kong at the end, with that very <clears throat> non subtle shot. <laughs> <laughs> he might as well. I mean, he might as well have another rancor appear, and then laser cannon come out of his mouth. <laughs> That's the thing. Rancorzilla. Like, like I didn't know that George Lucas was so heavily inspired by. Uh, like the samurai movies and western movies mm. until it was mentioned in the mandalorian and now i spot things and i'm like oh okay that's cool but i didn't know so it just inf- it just kind of informed a great show without my knowledge mm. but i think when you're recreating a shot for shot king kong <laughs> it, it takes away any kind of soft-handedness that existed it's that they've run out of reference because they were like oh well we'll go back to 
what made the original trilogy so good and we'll start using stuff again. And they did that with like like the Ahsoka episode in Mandalorian 2, which was very kind of... Even I could tell that was a martial arts episode. Yeah, which and is not, And I've not seen a lot of movies like that. Um, but when you're looking at something and you can... You know, nine, te- nine out of ten people will be able to tell what that shot was, the King Kong one. Yeah, yeah. It's It just feels like a... It feels like a reference... Like King Kong is in the Star Wars universe, and they've gone, "Oh yeah, that's like the time King Kong climbed the tower on Coruscant, and it didn't happen." Like, what? What? What is the point of that reference? Obi Kong Kenobi, what yeah. are you doing? <laughs> no, I know what you mean. It was, it was, it was too on the nose. Mm. It was too on the nose. It wasn't subtle. It yeah. I think that's a big problem with this show. There was nothing subtle about it. It just went straight in, other than the Mandalorian episodes, episodes which yeah. Well, yeah, we will get to. I'm so um, Black Chrysanthemum looked amazing. He looked exactly like he did in the yeah, comics. Um, I thought it was weird that they acted like they didn't know each other, even though in the comics they know each other. They interact quite a lot. Yeah, which was yeah. a bit weird. So we'll see how sort that out. Star Wars. Maybe Disney will announce that the comics are no longer canon. If they do, I'll be so few because those <laughs> comics are so good. <laughs> if, by the way, readers, if you don't read the Star Wars comics by Marvel since Disney acquired them. Do it. They are very good. They are actually the best content they've been doing. Um, so, yeah, you've got that. Fennec Shan. Oh, Fennec Shan is honestly one of the key points in this. She's fantastic. She is good. She's, re- she's really good. She's just... She's gone from just being like... Uh, she could have just been any assassin. Just a rando assassin. Yeah. And she's actually got charm, charisma. I find her she's threatening. What, she, 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 I think she's, she was originally put across as a sidekick from, from the feel of it. But she's become a partner, hasn't she? Yeah, she's like, that's what I mean. She's Boba's right hand, but like in a way that she's alongside him rather than neck behind him. Like even when even when he sat on the throne, she stood. She sat on the arm of the chair. She's not stood behind him menacingly. Mm. Like oh, that's an enforcer. She's there with him as part of the deal. Like he's like that was another thing. Like when he goes, we will need a, we'll need to get people. You know, we need to get some fighters. Uh, have you got credits? I have plenty of credits. <laughs> Well, then we'll get fighters. Sorry, he's a bounty hunter. He was paid completely in credits for his muscle. How does he not know? Like, oh, I've got credits and I need people. Oh, there's a connection. I know it's just can't make it. Oh, oh, I shouldn't have spent all these credits on these fake teeth that I have, which they, were, they glared so much. Like, at least did, dirty yeah. up the teeth. It was like Jimmy Carr was in the fucking... Um, yeah, we, so we'll, we'll, we'll go past all that. I think we've, we've definitely made it very clear. Let's talk about... The episodes, so okay. the return of the Mandalorian, that episode was a brilliant surprise. It's a ten out of ten episode, uh, and I didn't know it was coming either. I, I know a few people who left it a bit too long to watch it, and they found out about it. But I, I got home and watched it after work, and it had already been kind of teased that in the episode previous, when Boba's in the desert and he hears that you hear a little bit of a swell of the Mandalorian's theme, that like that sharp. Mm sound as like I think it's probably a ship leaving the planet you know when he finds Fennec and takes it to the mods yeah yeah yeah, yeah. can we talk about the mods at some point as well please? oh god yeah we'll have to talk about the mods <laughs> okay. um, and I was like oh, okay you know maybe that's just a little bit of a passing reference to you know that's the Mandalorian leaving the planet there's Fennec Shand whatever but then I did kind of have it in the back of my mind because I remember reading an interview with Dave Filoni saying that like if you're going to carry on watching the Mandalorian you can't skip Book about Boba Fett. Fett. It's basically like 2.5. Um, and then you hear that same swell of his theme, but behind the kind of like, you know, those those slaughterhouse, mm. opaque 
strips yeah, of plastic like, hanging from the roof. Yeah, like that. <laughs> when that happened, I was like, "Wait, what?" Well, it comes up. Well, it comes up the Return of the Mandalorian, doesn't it? First, no, it does a cold open. Oh, first. it just has the butcher. The yeah, butcher. yeah, yeah. And he comes in. At, it's such a cold. Like, there's been no build up. There's mm. been nothing to even hint. Really, in my opinion. And it's basically the first like act of the first episode of the Mandalorian again. He's got the dark saber. Yeah, yeah. And but like, he, he gives the. Uh, I can take you. I can bring you in. Warm, or bring you in cold, and it's like that. To see the Bart Simpson meme, there's like, say the line, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that 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 whole sequence where he's fighting, oh yeah, as he usually does, hmm. but then attempts to use the, the dark saber, burns himself because hmm. he hasn't mastered it yet. Yeah. But again, this is not an episode. Of, by its definition, it is a book. It is an episode of the Book of Boba Fett, but it's not an episode of the Book of Boba Fett. But well, Boba Fett's not in it. He's not in it. He's name dropped right at the end when he's on Tatooine, and Fennec Chan's like, "Oh, Boba needs help." Yeah, and he's like, "Well, it's free, but I've got to go and do but, something." First. But Mando got one mojo, and then just and then it's another episode. That was the thing. I was like, yeah. so you come Fennec Chan came in, and I was like, "Oh right, so this is where he meets Boba." And then when he goes, "Well, I've got something to do." I, I thought, hold on, we're going to get another episode without Boba. I thought that would be it. Yeah. I thought he was going to go. I thought that, that Mando was going to go to somewhere. I didn't think it would be to see Grogu for some reason, even though we'd obviously just got some armour for him. Hmm. Um, when he got the space boss, because he, did, he didn't have a fucking ship anymore. I also, there's a really weird moment where he had to, like, he had to deal with bureaucracy. Travel, tra- travel safety. And oh like, yeah, unpack everything. And he so he unpacks everything. I'm going, and he goes, oh, I don't, I don't want to put this dark saber in the fucking suitcase. I don't, I don't. And I was there at the TV going, don't put the dark saber in the fucking suitcase. I know because it will go missing. And then he puts it in. I'm like, oh, is this how he loses the dark? Don't tell me he loses the dark saber due to fucking some travel. Conundrum. Someone picking up the wrong. Oh, I thought they said Swandalorian. And put, right? Swando, wait, you've got my case. But, but then he gets the other side and it's all fine. And I thought, like, it was, why did yeah, he have to deal with it? Was that? Dumb. It, it reminded me of because when it opened it, it was all there. And I was like, I kind of want it to be gone. Because what was the point in that otherwise? Yeah. And it reminded me of Rise of Skywalker where you thought Chewie was dead. And then it's and like, then, no, it was the other ship. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. fuck off. What was the point of doing yeah, that? I feel like the only thing it was was just to like Filoni and Favreau going. Should we should we just show everyone how much uh, how much stuff Mando carries? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Weird flex, but okay, let's do it. <laughs> he <laughs> carries this. He's probably... like, I'm a Mandalorian. Weapons are part of my religion, man. Oh Come yeah, on. and he's like, and he has to pop out all the individual whistling birds from his yeah. fucking wrist. I love that, and they're like, but well, we don't accept that here. And he's like, but he more or less like says that's racist. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, are you really gonna get into Mando going? Mando goes into like, this is my protected characteristic. You can't, yeah. you can't discriminate against me because I'm a Mandalorian. Oh, oh. you've got to take that. You've got to take that helmet off if you want to buy cigarettes in here, sir. It's part of my religion. We don't have that, sir. Jay, it will be death sticks. Come on, oh, death sticks. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was that was a weird moment, but yeah. So yeah. So he, he goes away. Yeah. So I thought that would be. It, and then he would come back for the finale, for what was mm. inevitably going to be, you know, a big battle scene. Mm. But then we get the, one of the best things of Star Wars I've ever seen in my life. Well, yeah, I mean, to be honest, I, I feel like we've we've skipped, panned over the previous. So in the previous epo- episode, you get him the, the the amazing revelation of like he tells him he took his helmet off, which I feel like that came cold out of nowhere. Yeah, he won the fight, and by the way. 
Have you taken your helmet off? Yeah. But I feel like I feel like Go she's on. she's more than what she lets on. Like not so much psychic, but maybe she's even force sensitive or she sends something in him because she's she's the the, the what's she called? She's got a character. She's just the armorer. The armorer. Yeah. I feel the armorer because when people walk in, they don't have to say anything, and she begins the conversation. I feel like she's almost force sensitive, and she knows stuff. So like she knew that guy was going to challenge him. Maybe. I don't. I think. I think she's more kind of just that kind of like wise character that everyone goes to for advice. Yeah, because she has that insight into how people interact with each other. But she, a bit like, you're not seen the next generation. No, you? there's no. There's Whoopi, well, Whoopi Goldberg's character in that guy yeah. is like the kind of character that the armorer is. I, I always thought Whoopi Goldberg in that was a bit too much. Like, well, I used to watch Captain Planet, and Whoopi Goldberg was Mother Nature in that and I kind of felt like I used to watch I did watch it when I was a kid and I was like oh she's just Mother Nature but Star Trek um, so that is all about Mando dealing with that did you know Jan Favreau is the guy who plays um... how did you pronounce his name then? Jean Favreau you said John Favreau yeah his name is it <laughs> yeah but John Favreau you just didn't put the inflection so, on the real John Favreau Favreau um, yeah is the guy who plays the big Mandalorian guy that, that he's fighting is he? yeah I didn't know that. I didn't either. And that explains why I wanted the Darksaber. <laughs> I've wrote this for me! Now it's mine! <laughs> and then it got edited by Dave Filoni. Like, I can't have it. You can't have it. Yeah, Mando wins. Not Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni. Dave, Dave Filoni. Filoni. Yeah, that's it. Um, and then, so he, he's he's banished away. He takes the Darksaber with him. What, with the tiny, adorable little chainmail for Grogu. Well, yeah, with the little chainmail for Grogu, which I always... I thought that was a weird thing. I thought they would have made him, like, a, I don't know... I thought it was. I thought he'd made him like another ball, you know. The... Yeah, I did. I thought it was gonna be like a ball, yeah. but then it, the only thing I can think of, like that's all right, that's great, but he's gonna grow out of it. Yeah, probably not for a while though. I know it could be another <laughs> fifty years, maybe. Um, and then he goes, and then there's a brilliant kind of like montage of Mando needs a ship. <laughs> and Mando gets an old Naboo star. Yeah, fighter, that is cool. Which... I love every time they mash. Anytime they mash eras together, yeah, is amazing. And he gets a nice Naboo starfighter, and that was dead. Then he hot rods up. Yeah, he's which... got the hot the engine like out the top of the casing, like shaking away because it's so fast now. See, there's a little subtlety. So I think there's even a bit where he needs like this giant fucking pole or whatever it is, and it's the same pole someone's pointed out that you see that. Uh, Han uses to stop the rubber shoes from crushing them. It's the exact same part. So uh, that's okay. what that part now is. It's, okay. So now it's got a relevant part point. As yeah. it were. But that's fine. That's a nice little thing. If you notice, you notice you don't. You and don't. the fact that the... What's the mechanic's name? Um, with the Kelly hair. Oh, King Kong. <laughs> <laughs> I did check her name the other day. I wondered if she gave her She's the one who shagged a... Yeah. Um, she fucking banged a banter. A banter. A banter. <laughs> a <laughs> You old banter fucker. <laughs> She got jazzy with a um, with a jawa, a jawa, yeah, and their fairy apparently. Yeah, was, I mean, I kind of guessed. Like, did you? What did you think were scaly? Um, I hadn't really thought about oily. It. I imagine like kind of leathery skin, I suppose, rather than fur. But now you know they're furry. Now do you want to shag them? Not anymore. Not anymore. No. Oh, you prefer if, if it were leathery then? Yeah. It's like when I found out Dave Medner was, was a woman. I was fine. <laughs> and then she was a man. Huh. <laughs> No, it's, um, yeah, the, that was, again, people, that was fine to drop in, like, if she shagged a Jawa, but I could, some people I saw on the internet were like, was that necessary? Like, eh, you know what? I didn't have an issue with it, it, no, was, it was just an odd choice. It's, it's just Jawa love, you know. 
But then someone's pointed out, like, Qui-Gon in the first... <laughs> it's always like, Qui-Gon's like, we need this part for the ship. Oh, I need this. And go, oh, I'll get a Jawa to get it. Credits. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, they so, can get anything. They can get anything. We're going to Jawa to get it. Credits. End <laughs> um, so, yeah, he got that. He has fun. He zooms around. And then he goes back. And we have the Fennec Shan scene. But that entire episode was a 10 out of 10. It was really well done. It was fun. And then we went, yeah, to the episode that you clearly want to gush over. Yes. And why doesn't everyone? I mean... It was the finest 45 minutes for Star Wars I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but mainly, similar to what we were talking about before about the Uncharted movie, you would benefit much more of seeing this episode if you'd watched... Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> the animated shows. Yeah. So, you know, you've got Rebels and uh, Clone Wars. So you've got... You, if you got in this episode, you've got... Fucking Luke Skywalker's back again. <laughs> Obviously not from those shows, but yeah. the most... Un- I thought his appearance in Mando 2 was a farewell to live-action Luke. At least played by Mark Hamill. Yeah. Or, I don't know, put together in the form of Mark Hamill or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would call that performance. I thought, if anything, Sebastian Stan will come in and play Luke. Um, and then you've got Ahsoka's in it again. And then you've got Cad Bane. Uh, obviously Grogu's in it as well. Mm. All these fucking cameos that you just like, there's more? <laughs> Cobb Vance back again? In, yeah, that's a good point. Freetown? So... <laughs> Which is, I hate, I didn't like the name of Freetown. You've got a Freetown now. That was like King Kong level of, of, of uh, on the nose. I was expecting to go, oh right, that's pretty shit. <laughs> I'm going to call it Shit Town. <laughs> because you can't spray paint it on the side on the way out. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, it, there's a, that whole, do you know what's interesting? So, Luke, obviously, that wasn't Mark Hamill walking around, obviously. No, it was a body double. With a face app thing on, yeah. And it, Do you know that wasn't Mark Hamill's voice? I feel like it was probably like a like a generated thing. It was. It was and a, it did sound very text-to-speech at certain points. It did, but I let it go because I kept saying to myself, he's trying to speak to Grogu, and he's trying to speak and enunciate and be clear to Grogu. And so I let him off of that. I don't think it was a matter of I that. Felt like I felt like when he spoke to Ahsoka, he didn't speak as much like that. I think it... As much. Well, yeah, maybe, he didn't say maybe much that was Ahsoka. coincidental, but I think there were points where it did sound quite artificial. Certain inflections and certain words was a... I mean, I, I, I forgave it then because it was the, what they were achieving was obviously really cool. Mm. But I don't see what... I mean, you could find an impressionist on YouTube who could probably do a great <laughs> young Mark Hamill voice. Yeah. So why not get an impressionist? Rather than rather than AI. like spend probably millions of dollars on software, probably to hide that they were doing this. You've Maybe, got to put an yeah. advertisement out. We need a guy who can do this. Yeah. People have to take part, perhaps. <coughs> perhaps. But um, I, I loved it when he was walking along and he's just like waving. <laughs> yeah, Grogu, Grogu the up air. in the air. Grogu takes like one, two. Three away. <laughs> One. My mate got quite upset about that. Why? Because he was like, "What's he doing? He wouldn't do that to Yoda. It's disrespectful." <laughs> but Yoda, Yoda, he actually, could do it to himself. Yoda, what? Yoda could he? Yoda was the leader, so he had to follow Yoda. He's in charge, so he's like, "I'm. We're going at my speed. You I keep my pace." Yeah. Um, yeah, I liked all that. They were building the, the school. The, the training scenes were basically what. 
the what Yoda had showed him on Dagobah, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he was carrying him as his apprentice. Right, like to show him this is what you could achieve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I loved all like the front flips and everything, and climbing up the tree, and it was it, well as I was there, like going. <laughs> like I was, I was sat there in, the, to in the dark, and a few times I went, like especially the reveal. You saw the back of his <laughs> so, head. Were you about to say that you were going to go? You go, woo! <laughs> no, but I, I did. I did say what a few times in that episode. I did. Well, that well, the bit I did was when we Boba met Cad Bane, which was like as he's coming up. I didn't spot. I was him for. I didn't three zooms. The three, yeah, <laughs> like, the third zoom. I was going, who the fuck would that be? Who the and it was as like on the third zoom and I saw the hat. I went that hat. Why is that ringing? Oh my god, no! <laughs> and then as he walks, and then I realised I don't know if they played his some of his theme or his score, but I just felt like I knew it was going to happen, and that was. Intense as fuck. And it was that, scary. It was where you also thought there would be no more cameos in this episode. It's yeah. too full of, of new introductions. And then you get that and you're like... <laughs> We've got live action Cab Bane. He fucking... He shoots the sheriff and he does sh- shoot the deputy. Yes. Um, and he's which, like old now. He is definitely I old. think he's like in his 70s or something. The character Some Someone said he'd be 80. Someone yeah. said he'd be 80 years old now. So like at the end of his... I don't know how they age as species, but you would imagine the end of like his peak. Some people were pissed off with how he looked, saying he didn't look like... I was at first. Were you? Really? Yeah, but then I started... Because someone did an edit the next day of making him look more Clone Wars-y. Mm. But then the, the comparison that's been used more often, which you show me, is Dooku, because he's mm. so long. And when you look at the side-by-side of how long Cad Bane is in Clone Wars and how he's compressed to, and how the other Juros look in the live action Star Wars it's more close to that yeah someone's put used like some of the Juros from A New Hope and gone look they, they look more like the one in Clone he's Wars he's as well yeah. yeah but then some people point out yeah but now he's 18 and he's getting old and shriveled and whatever so it, it just let it fucking go yeah, it's yeah. such a it's such a we've got Cad Bane and his lips are moving and his teeth are there yeah. and, and he's got that he's got the, same, was the voice. same voice yeah. oh it was so satisfying it was boss. and I just knew right there and then I was like oh my god they're gonna kill Cobb Vanth and they're gonna kill the deputy which I'm already sick of so that's fine <laughs> I didn't care about the deputy yeah, it was like it was so funny it was just went one shot in the sheriff deputy one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> Just make sure. They made him extremely intimidating. They did. Like, like I was, I liked him in Clone Wars because he was like, it's not very often you can see someone who isn't Force sensitive kind of go toe-to-toe with a Jedi. Mm. And he did a few times. Yeah. In, in, the, in the Clone Wars. Well, he was in Bad Batch as well. When he appears in Bad Batch, I was like, oh. Yeah. But he was just cool. Mm. Whereas they made him scary. Yeah, in live action. Because like, you know how good of a shot he is. And he's just like long and... Just unusual yeah, looking his fingers. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Cobb Vanth. It was nice to see Cobb Vanth come back. Yeah, I, I feel like he was a very good fleshed out character. It's nice that they're doing something with him. Mando sees him, goes off. Cobb Cabin comes, kills everyone, goes away. And that episode, the way that ended out again, jaw on floor. Another ten out of ten. Mm. How the shit are we doing this? Because before I wasn't really such a jump in quality. Such a U turn. Yeah. I know. So weird. So then we get to the final two. Is it the final two? There's one more because that was the penultimate episode. Oh yeah. So I remember also, that was seven so episodes. That ends with Luke giving him an ultimatum. Yeah, like a proper video game choice yeah, of which yeah. path you're gonna take. And like 
With Yoda's lightsaber, another amazing appearance. So some people have argued that that shouldn't he shouldn't have had Yoda's lightsaber because in the comics, Palpatine brags that he's got it and he's melted it down. However, it could just be a hollow brag. Well, one people have said yeah, one hollow brag. Two, other people have gone Yoda could have easily had more than one lightsaber. For God's sake, think how old he was. Yeah, and it, Luke. Would have it for whatever, it, but again, it's so petty little shit. Yeah, like that. Yeah. But the idea, yeah, Yoda's like, like we've never had to explain something away in Star Wars yeah, as well. Fucking <laughs> hell. Um, so yeah, he's given the ultimatum, showing that Luke still hasn't really sh- learned his ways lesson about attachment. Attachment. Yeah. He still thinks that still being Luke, technically still being the worst Jedi out of all the <laughs> Jedi, second maybe to Mace Windu, um, and gives him that, and then it's like the mystery: what's going to happen? So we go back to Boba Fett and we see that child Grogu is on his way back, I think, at this point. Um, oh, yeah, we haven't it... talked about Matt, Matt Berry as a robot. <laughs> Matt Berry as a robot. Like, as soon as he started speaking, I was like, that's Matt Berry. Yeah, I know. It was, it was <laughs> straight away. You can't not tell it's him. No, I know. I mean, to be fair, all I think that robot does in the original trilogy is some torture stuff, but he never speaks. Is he? Is he in it? Yeah, like I, don't, I, I think, think in, I the, the actual in the original, joy. I think there's a gonk in in um, Jabba's palace turned upside down, and he burns its feet. Maybe is it that droid though? Is that the same model of droid? And m- might be model, but people have said like they think that that's the same droid. Or oh, I didn't know that. Whatever, but I I didn't mind it being Matt Berry. I just like the fact that they keep going like we need a robot voice. Well, I know there's this British program called the IT Crowd, <laughs> <laughs> the It Crowd. Um, let's get one of their actors. So yeah, you got to go back and uh, plotting and planning to how they're going to stop the pikes and spice, which was all a bit yeah. Like, yeah. Again, that this is how that... we've just not even spoke about that. It, plot it's the point. worst part of the prequels is all the politics, and they've like the I thought they'd abandoned doing that, mm. but they seem to have found a way to bring it back into this. Yeah. Like it's the only idea they could come up with to drive the paper thin excuse of a plot in. The... I liked. And at first I was excited because I remember the Pikes and the Spice being quite interesting in Clone Wars. But they, yeah, they didn't find a fun way to do it. They didn't at all. It didn't work. So there's a problem. They're going to come. Um, and then, so we have the, the, the Battle of Mos Espa, um, which, and now let's talk about the mods. Let's just talk about the mods. <laughs> okay. So the, it, going back to us going, like, you know what we said before, nothing was done on the nose. I just have this image of them going, right, we've got this idea. We're going to get some kids. And they've modded themselves yeah. out. Right. No, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. But wait, but wait, there's more. They've modded themselves out and they also drive scooters. Now, guess what gang of reprobates in the 60s drove scooters? The mods. So we're thinking... The robot-armed youths. <laughs> As soon as he called them the mods, I just went, "Oh God!" I feel like that was a punchline, and then he wrote the joke heading towards yeah, it. It was it was too closely related to what is in our world. They do it quite a lot, yeah. Where they will say something, and you go, "Okay, so if I were to translate that to, to you know the real world, it would mm. be this." And the, the, there's a line in the the High Republic books which kind of comes close to this level of modness, mm. where they say it was lit up like a solstice tree. Oh, and it's like so. Not only do they have solstice trees, they are like yeah, Walter, winter solstice. They also decorate trees for it. Mm. How would that happen? 
It's so too close to Christmas. Yeah, why do they need to? It's too specific of a thing that relates to the real world. It's, it's when Cat Jesus rose from the grave. But <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, it was like that. There were the mods, and they were just they didn't want even they were just dressed like moshes. They weren't dressed like Star Wars characters. No, they were dressed like moshes. I mean, they complained they had no money, but then they robbed stuff. So I guess that's why they have fancy stuff. But their aesthetic stood out too much. Like I think someone said, if you saw that aesthetic in a few other planets they've had like for instance actually we have just completely gone over in that return to the mandalorian yeah how beautiful a shot is so he comes out the butchers and he's on this world which is a giant ring halo halo yeah halo <laughs> it's just halo halo but it looked it's a tv show yeah and it looked and the design and the, it, how much effort's been put into that it looked amazing they would have maybe fit in there maybe yeah. Or maybe they would have fitted in some Clone Wars stuff on... Ta- on um... Underground Coruscant, like in the underbelly, yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah, But right there in the desert, like you would go, let's dress... Let's let's literally rainbow the shit out of our scooters. As It's like, dude, what, what paint have you managed to make for our scooters? You would be surprised. I've only managed to get hot pink. Um, <laughs> With only one bucket. One bucket. <laughs> we can't even match as a gang. Yeah, lime green. <laughs> A banther sick yellow. <laughs> you know, did you get the duck egg blue? I got the duck egg. I got blue. the duck egg. I'll tell you, we'll be lit up like a solstice tree. <laughs> um, yeah, that was odd. And then actually, we've have skimmed over the. Uh, but why did the, the mod, chase the mods? Why did they feel any? Maybe it was like a fashion statement thing where they were modding themselves so heavily. Hmm. But then Boba takes Fennec Shand to them to mend her. She gets modded out. Yeah. We're aware of mods, by the way, because, like, Luke yeah, and Anakin have had fake I hands. get that, but Bacta also exists. So how how, is, how are mods more affordable than Bacta? Um, well, because... I they would, can just take old tech and repurpose maybe, it, maybe. Yeah, like, like I'd, I'd go along that line, like, at the end of the day, you It felt very altered carbon, like, it was just, it was, it was too separate from the rest of Star Wars. It also said that they also like to upgrade themselves, so it becomes, like, addictive. So, like, that kit, that guy with the massive eye. Like, body mods, I suppose. Yeah, it's yeah, like, body yeah. Mod- modification and doing that, which, oh, by the way, I totally spotted that unnecessary spin. That is, have you seen that going around? Yeah, yeah. As soon as it happened, I went, what was that? <laughs> and then it moves on. I went, okay, I guess we're not going to address that. But luckily the internet did. And yeah, yeah there's just a total, a don't worry, Black Crescenton, I'll save you with a spin. <laughs> with theatre. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> look out, look out, Pike. I'm going to shoot you with the medium of dance. There is a shot as well of that same mod, the one with the eye thing. Um, is it going around the corner? Yeah, and you can see the behind the set and it's just wood. Yeah, and it's like obviously we know it's not going to be actual snow, but like, don't let that. That how did that get past? Why there are people paid the literally editing, like a five it's like jeans guy. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, jeans like jeans guy. But surely now they can edit that out because they edited jeans guy out. I mean, hopefully they will. I hope they edit that spin as well because it's <laughs> fucking horrible. Um, but yeah, that chase scene. Someone put over that chase scene, which had. I remember when I was watching it. I remember thinking. Am I having a stroke? Yeah, I was so bored watching it. For I just a was like, chase scene? Why is it so slow? Yeah. Why is why is there no I feel like you could run someone could run and catch up with everyone, but <laughs> what are you guys doing? Just catch him. Like and so the best I think I died sent you someone put the Wallace and Gromit yeah. music over it and it actually works. Like Like it just And then at the end he crashes Allah back to the future into the manure into a bunch of apples. Bad the fodder. I hate bad the fodder. And then Boba 
just flies down anyway and goes, right. You're nicked. You're nicked. You go, well, hold on. If you were flying, wouldn't you just follow him anyway and just be like, right, right, and now. But like there was, it was the Imagine most... if there was the odd shot up of him just hovering and watching going, I'll wait till he stops. <laughs> don't want to don't hurt him. Bring, him. bring him in hot. Bring him in warm, not cold. <laughs> um, so yeah, the mods were the worst thing. And as much as like... as and much Even as I... the, the head mod. The, the head mod. Um, Sophie Thatcher, I think I looked up her name. Yeah. Because she was a good looking girl. So I checked her name on Wikipedia. <laughs> uh, but she was not a good actress. No, and also here we go. We have to fight now. I also someone pointed out like Boba is a very experienced veteran of war, of fighting, of being sent to assassinate. So he's like, right, we need to head back to the palace, which you know I've got. It, you know we're gonna have to basically siege there. No, we have to stick together, sir. We have to stick together here. Okay, we'll do that. Why? There was no reason. They were proper... It's because Boba had no other plan. Yeah, because... because uh, it, yeah okay. Because crazy old Boba had sent Fennec away, so there wasn't, his Kura wasn't there to, to help out. That's so, true. yeah, she, that happens, and they, they get seized there, and then Mando comes to save the day. Mando and Grogu... Now, I've heard some people put this. Mando and Grogu get reunited, and... It's almost like that was a wasted moment because now we've had them reunited in the middle of a battle and like, I mean, do you remember it vividly? Yeah, I do. Do you? I, really, I just feel I, like, I, I, hey there, little guy. I really liked, now is in the time. What are you doing here? I really liked that. I wasn't as keen. Because it was like Grogu came back and, um, what's the mechanic's name? I'll check in a bit. He's kind of like bringing him into battle. He's like, no, fuck, you've got Grogu with you. And like Mando's really distracted. He's like, like he's kind of almost said his farewells to Grogu mm. and he's also on, on the verge of Dying in this battle, he's already said to Boba, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm sworn to you and I'll die with you, yeah. you know, whether we, we win or lose. Um, and then suddenly this huge distraction of what is essentially his son is there. And he's like, whoa, what the fuck are you doing here? And he jumps up and hugs him. And then there's suddenly much more on the line because if Grogu dies, that's so much more upsetting than Boba losing his monarchy. I, know, I, I feel and it's about... I don't know if I have to pull this card, but I, as soon as like Grogu is there, well, Grogu isn't going to die. <laughs> They're not going to kill toy selling no, number but did, one. Did your heart not grow goo warm <laughs> when when he leaps up to him and goes ah, and I, hugs him? Nah, I was like, ah, maybe a I bit, but it. I didn't bother get any emotions. So I did. Though mm. so, there was all that, then we've talked about yeah. There's a whole fucking King Kong moment. Well, there is the boss shot as well of. Boba and Mando outside the cantina, both taking flight together. That is that sequence of them fighting like back to back. Yeah, was cool. Was badass. A bit, a bit Avengers esque. Yeah. Now, this is where I have pro- major problems with it. So Cab Bane shows up. Yeah. And it comes down. Oh, go on. You don't like this standoff? Is that what you're going to say? Why is, is Cab Bane killed by Mando? Eh, by Mando by Boba. Why wouldn't he be? Because it makes it makes no sense to the story. He's trying to kill him. Yeah, but it doesn't make sense in the in the in the long story. If all the people to kill Cad Bane, you made it Boba. If for some for people are going, oh, but technically he dented his helmet in some episode that was never heard. So it does. <laughs> it's not canon. These guys, yeah, I know they knew each other back in the day, and there has been some runnings in I think both comic and early Clone Wars, but they haven't really got. They've got a history, but it isn't rich and vibrant enough to be the reason that he kills him. Why would you not have him be injured or run away and have it be Vanf 
Vamp now has been is back from the dead. He's literally Robocop. He need, wants to get revenge. You killed his deputy. No, I, I think that's that's that would have been too. And you make you can make you can make a whole series based on that. No, I, I, I think to do that would be like because Cobb Vamp has been in two episodes. Yeah, but then you get in, but you then know... you get an essentially Cad Bane, a Cat the Cad Bane show, but with like. A final send-off. I coming from Taylor around. Like, <laughs> da, 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 da. No, but yeah, you have like, no, the, like the Cat Bane show. You, it's like four episodes, five episodes, and it's all about well, well, okay. hunting down Cat Bane, finding out about Cat Bane, and also maybe you can find out a bit about what Cat Bane was doing between fucking the last time we saw him and the, and then with genuine like flashbacks or genuine you know stories or whatever but just a proper set instead Cad Bane's now just he showed up in one episode he's dead in the next and that's it Cad Bane's dead yeah but so so what you're doing there is you're you're just advocating for more Cad Bane you're not you're not really bothered about who killed him this is like you saying I want more Darth Maul regardless of yeah. whether he's alive or dead but you're making the argument for no 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 you're no, making no. the argument for Cobb for Cobb Vanth killing Cad Bane instead of Boba I want but more I want more Cobb Vanth has almost no beef with Cad Bane until his... 20, until twenty four hours earlier yeah Boba he... has a whole history with Cad Bane I'm sorry but Vanth Vanth when he gets beef he goes hard so like how do you know because in he's he made out like you saw how hard he was and you. Threaten his town. He goes in on you. This guy not only threatened his town, he killed his deputy, shot him, and then said, you know, I, I'm going to fill it full of spice. I don't give a shit. You have done yeah, enough. but it's like beef, it's him. beef created in like a day and then like resolved Isn't within the same... Isn't this entire what fucking... Uh, uh, what's his name? What's the film franchise called? Bloody... Uh, with... Um, not Michael Keaton. What is his name? Keanu Reeves. John Wick. John Wick. No, John? no, because the people that he, that are that kill him just shoot no, a puppy. The, the people are coming to get him. He has history with. It's not a matter of kill John Wick and like oh we no, but they kill this guy. We don't no, know his name. No, if they go, they smash up his house and they kill his puppy. They're, they're on the defense from him throughout that film. His beef with them is you killed my dog. It's not the same franchise as Star Wars, though. No, Star- no, but that's what I mean. Star Wars is kind of based on these kind of like inter inter relationships between all the characters. To do it all off the back of one heinous act is too thin. You, you really don't get any depth in there. Maybe one heinous act, but maybe once they've stewed on it for a while, not just "Hey, you killed my deputy, and now I'll chase you to the ends of the universe." It just wouldn't. It wouldn't have the same effect as Boba, who has an on screen history with Cad Bane, seeing him off. I much prefer that ending for him. And you can't have live action campaign for too long because he's an old man. And you say, you say this, but. Fucking... And he's being paid to kill Boba Fett. So why would Boba Fett kill him, a trained killer as well, to stop this threat to him? The threat that's been through I, the I'm whole... Say, I'm just saying he could have... He could have... Cat Bane just goes. He's, the Pikes are dead anyway. He's not, not getting his money. He just leaves. He goes... They didn't have to kill Cat Bane. They didn't have to kill They didn't him. have to, but I think with... Okay, so with a character like... Have you seen the, the Boba Fett documentary on Disney Plus at the moment? No. And there's a little line in it that basically says, um, with a character like Boba Fett, less is more. But in the same documentary, he goes, isn't it great we were getting a whole show full of, of Boba Fett played by Tamora Morrison? And instead of <laughs> I was a bit off balance, like, oh, this isn't going to be good, is it? Because <laughs> he's not really a character, he's just a cool-looking guy. So with Cad Bane, probably the same formula, less is more. It's awesome who's in those two things, live but action. They've, they've... And it was the representation of him was so cool. But if they stretched that to a whole show, you would lose. 
there's no there's no enigma there at all. It's just following him around, eating dinner and having a shit. It's like there's no it's like I don't want twenty four campaigns, but <laughs> I mean I just feel like you could he he you saw plenty of him in uh, Bad Batch and in Clone Wars, so I feel like you just have that again, but with uh, someone after him in the same way. I think a live action show will be too. Much. We're literally going to get a so in Ahsoka, the bad guy's going to be thrown, right? Yeah, right. Or at least the person she's trying to find is thrown. Yeah. yeah. Now she's not had too much of an interaction with him anyway, really, and we're not. We're going to see. We're going to see Thrawn just take a shit in the woods and eat his dinner. Well, <laughs> hopefully, if, if, if Dave Filoni has any integrity. <laughs> No, Thrawn was in Rebels a lot more than Cad Bane was in Clone Wars. He was like a main villain for like most of two seasons. Mm. So I'm I'm much more okay with that than Cad Bane, who was like Boba Fett plus in that he was a bounty hunter. He was in it. He looked cool, but he had several small arcs within mm. the show as well. Okay, we're going to agree to disagree here. <laughs> in my world, ladies and gentlemen, we would have a Maul TV show and a Cav Bane TV show. Bane and Maul. Bane and Maul. Bane and Maul. <laughs> but with you, you don't want anything. So, um, And then it finishes off with, we saved the town, even though the town is completely wrecked. <laughs> um, everyone's dead. Why didn't they just let the spice run through it? Be- what would have been wrong with that? Be- because he was implying... I feel like the implication was that he wouldn't have control of the town. The Pikes would have control. And it is true. Whether they- it was said in the Clone Wars. They were running spice through places. But if they did it themselves, it was like... they were more- But it wasn't killing fear. anyone. And that battle killed But the spice was civilians. Spice is essentially heroin. In in Star Wars law, spice is like hardcore. I suppose, but then if if the residents wanted it, they would just go over to like you know Freetown and get the spice from there. No, but that's what I mean. So they, it was like we've kept it off the planet so far. It's not even on this planet. So they were going to not only put it on the planet, they were going to run it through all the towns and right. ruin the, ruin it. So that was that was what they, he was trying to stop. He was fighting for moral purposes. Yeah, as a crime lord, which uh, yeah. <laughs> Which was weird. I mean, this is the problem. We've just spoke about this in a gross amount of detail, however long we've been speaking. Um, but how often have we talked about Boba? Exactly. Because and it's if, been when often... we have, it's been in a fairly negative light. Mm. Like it, it just. I mean, it's, it's hard to rate this. It's hard to even come because, like, like I said at the beginning, do we rate it as a Star Wars show, like as Star Wars content? Or do we rate it as... I think you just rate it on how much you enjoyed the show. I think ignore the title. What would you have called it? I mean, based on the ratio of episodes that did have Boba Fett in, probably an accurate title with a few kind of errant episodes peppered in there. The things that are out of place, or even though they're the best things, are episode five and six. Because the rest of it is the book of Boba Fett. and, And what you're seeing of The Mandalorian is uh, his journey to coming to fight with him at the end. Mm. So it does relate, but it's kind of like a tenuous relation at best. I I feel like there's a, I feel that it should have just had a totally different title. Like... Two Spicy Boys. <laughs> well, any title I would come up with gives away a plot point, and that's a bit of a problem. Yeah. I feel like this would have read really well as a comic, like as a comic series. Because then you pick up like issue one and issue two, and it's just like issue one. But then, what would you call the comic series as well? Well, you could have called it the the book of Boba Fett. But then you'd have the same issue with the naming of it. So then, the Mandalorian 
issues would be side issues and Mando comics. Mm. So then you just, that's always that's how I that goes. But it, I guess it's like if you read the annual of um, Spider-Man Life Stories. Yeah, where it's just JJ in jail talking about how he's in jail because of Spider-Man. Yeah, it's, and that that's what I mean. It's so. If, if, if you've got a good title out there, folks, I'd love to see it. Put in the comments or email. I feel like it should have, like, anthology in it somewhere, but you can't call a show anthology. Like, Black Mirror is an anthology show. Love, Death and Robots is an anthology show. But you could, they don't have it in the title. The the Fight for Tatooine? Mm. Jabba the War? I mean, <laughs> I feel there's something to be said because many, because so many characters return. You should have return in there. You got... But then you can't because that's owned by Return of the Jedi, pretty much. Anything well, with Return in it feels a bit too tied to that movie. Return of the Jedi. Yeah. yeah. What's it? Come on, you're the mischief of sorts. Boomerang boys. <laughs> what, what's another word for the return? Um, refund. <laughs> Coming back. <laughs> the refund of the Jedi. Let, let's consult uh, Alexa. Computer, give me a synonym for return. Return synonyms include goblet. Go- goblet! Goblet of the boys. Goblet! <laughs> okay, thank you. I mean, stop. <laughs> See, that's why I don't have one in my house. It would be called Star Wars Goblet. <laughs> goblet. That's maybe how they came up with some of the points. Fucking, of yeah. Um, right. Like, I'm, you, you, you rate... You... Am I gonna Do I have for... to go first? I'm going to go first. Fuck it, I can see you on easy. I'm going to go with... See, a good TV series, I would want to rewatch again. Episode to episode. Like, all of them. Or even just a season of it. So the idea that if I was to return to this, I would just watch two episodes <laughs> isn't good. Would you not watch the last three? I mean, what, for the King Kong and the spinning and the fucking... Yes! I don't really... I don't know. Maybe, maybe those last three... I think it's mainly for if you're doing a Mandalorian watch-through, those last three episodes. Right. So because you need, of... You need, you need to include almost. Yeah, yeah, you do. You will. So those last three are are essential. But then that doesn't mean that you have to give... But it does weigh in. It does get... It drags the average up. Kicking in streaming. Well, the other average that's dragged up is I did enjoy the Tuscan stuff. It's just such a mishmash of... Content I like, but it was all over the fucking place and directed badly in places. So I think it's only first. Unless get it. it was by Bryce Dallas Howard. Yes. Uh, which, by the way, yeah, Bryce and Dallas Dave Howard. directed episode six as well. Um, I'd give it a six. I think it's the only fair score. I think five is five's too harsh on the bits I enjoyed. Seven puts it within realms of stuff that it doesn't belong near. Six. It should be more. But there's too much flotsam and jetsam. <laughs> That's all it's going to bob a get off me. Uh, see, I don't know because five and six were tens. Mm-hmm. But, but the other ones, but you one, like. But oh. one through four was like a three, maybe even a two. And then the finale didn't live up to the quality of the penultimate episode. So it's like, I've absolutely no idea. So I'm going to abstain. <laughs> Asterisk for Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> no, you got it. Oh, got I don't know. I might just have to do it like mathematically. Right. I can bring over the average. 
Well, should we ask your computer to come up with the average of these numbers? No, I, I think I could do it myself. Or a rough average, anyway. So, so episode one to four. This I'm, is fantastic podding, by the way. I would give a three. A three. One to four is a three, so you got four threes. Yeah, and then okay. five and six are ten. And the finale is seven. Right, so 12, 22, 32, 39 out of a possible... Is it six episodes? Seven. Seven episodes. 39 out of 70. So that's like 50%. So a five. Wow. There you go. A five. Yeah, I think I am. Because even though there's more of... Yeah, because there's more of the bad episodes. Yeah, that's what I'm getting But at. those two gems... Drag, so happens, drag, drag like it up, Tuscan Raiders. Drag it all. up so it's only half bad. Yeah. Even though more than half of it is bad. Yeah. So yeah, five. There you have it, everyone. It's it's official Star Wars correspondent Dan Bibby <laughs> giving Bo- Book of Boba Fett a five out of ten. Are we getting a season two? I hope not. <laughs> I hope that's well. no. I just because I'll have to watch it. Then. No, just go Mando, Mando away. That's all. Although we did show that weird after credit scene of, of Cobb Cop, Vanth healing, c- healing and being made into Robo Cobb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was in the back there and getting prepared to be modded. He got shot in the shoulder. I mean, it's a Cad Bane. It's fucking brutal, mate. This is what I mean. What this is what I mean. So then. He thinks, ah, I'm a monster now. Ah, you killed my deputy. Who did this to me, Cabane? Where is he? Oh, uh, Boba shot him. Oh. At least I'm still handsome. Yeah. I guess my redemption story is handsome. <laughs> and also, rest in peace to the Gamorrean guards. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, 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 I'm, is that the pig people? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, that's, like so, that's how Laura would refer to that. I just had to, I just like the fact that I, I saw someone complain and went, of course, when all the fucking gangs turned on them, the only people they killed were the Gamorrean guards. <laughs> Why couldn't this character? No one killed the mods. This was a perfect chance to kill the mods. Um, that's another thing as well. All the, all the gangs turned on him, and at the end, he's like, it's all right, everything's sorted. But what happened to the gangs? Are they, if, if, if there's more of them than you, they've turned on you. Yeah. They, you, it, you then are not in good role anymore. So and it was such a waste of Tamora Morrison as well, who, granted, was never an amazing actor, but like his voice and his association with the franchise makes me feel so nostalgic. Mm. But like they just didn't give him the scenes to show what he can do well enough. Gangs of Moss Esper. That's what I would have called it. Gangs. We'll put, we'll put a pin in that one. Put a pin. <laughs> uh... What would you have called it? Let us know in the comments down below or email us at talknerdyuk at gmail.com. I want to thank Dan for coming on. Uh, Dan is our Star Wars correspondent, but he, more importantly, he's a guest because his podcast is called... Tell Me Again. We started um, preparation for season three today. We went to see Uncharted. Uh, I will withhold any of, <laughs> any of my views on that movie. Uh, until we air it. But I think we're recording that episode tomorrow. So that should be out in the next few weeks. Oh, lovely. Right. And where can they catch that? Uh, that is at, well, you can go out and follow our socials on uh, Tell Me Again Pod on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and we are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Yeah, Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Overcast, apparently, is a thing that we're on. Uh, I think Google Podcasts, anywhere you... Uh, anywhere anywhere you find podcasts. Yeah. Just like we are. Um, and... We also, you and I, make beautiful music together. We do. We have just released an EP. Well, I say just. 5th of November? That's mm-hmm. just. Yeah, still it's just. Fairly new. Uh, an EP called Up For Coming Down. 
By Dan Bibby and the Aesthetic Notes. Which you can get links to that and Gaz's music as it comes out on talknerdy.uk where you can see more blogs, vlogs, uh, lots of podcasts, loads of reviews, comic book stuff, film stuff, TV stuff. Go there, check it all out. Uh, thank you, Dan, for coming on today. Thank You're you. You're a wonderful person. Um, oh, and also, if you go on the... Listen to the Nerdies podcast. We did the Nerdies, the annual Nerdies, and let us know who should have won what. That was quite an experience to do with our fellow band member, Hagrid, um, who somehow managed to get the concept of Spider-Man <laughs> to win an award. Not Spider-Man, the concept of Spider-Man. If you want to know how, listen to that episode. Uh, thank you again, Dan. Thank you to everyone listening at home. And... Um, Keep talking nerdy!